I love that intro song every week. Every yeah. week, it's my jam. We are on episode like what 43? Is 43? 43, 43. 43. And I think I don't whenever the video started out, I've not not danced behind the scenes, and that's music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We gotta we gotta get that recorded sometime, like everyone dancing to the chill music behind the scenes. You could make a little uh, video for it, yeah. The yeah. 50th. Yes, we're gonna have to make everyone sign uh sign non-disclosures for the for the background, but it's totally fine. Yeah. You can go <laughs> What's up everyone? Out. Happy Monday! Welcome, welcome back y'all to Chill to Action. Uh hanging out with us on the Call to Action channel. Every Monday, you know the drill. You know me. It's your girl, Danielle, here hanging out with my favorite co-host, Mr. It is me. It's me. It's PLD, and I'm so psyched to be here. This has been a long time coming. Been a lot of work into this, and finally, it's here. Yes. <laughs> we're we're very excited because uh, we've heard the hype. We believe the hype. And um, I think it's time to start talking about the hype. Let's do it. Let's do this, y'all. Oh, we are super pumped and we are super proud to have the one, the only Miss Sabrina Ramirez. Oh, let's see. Do it every time. Too many Too many cooks in the kitchen. I'm gonna hit it. I'm gonna hit it. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll bring Sabrina in. You hit it. Go ahead. Ready? Go. Am I here now? You're now here. Hi guys. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, I am super pumped. I am super pumped. Um, also, just a heads up, in case anyone's been asking, I know it's like the hottest topic ever, but Sabrina and I are not related. We both have Ramirez as a last name, but unfortunately, no relation. I was going to put P.L.D. Ramirez. We should. We should just lie and say that we're sisters. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 There you go. Now I feel better. Oh, my God. Love it. Love it. Welcome to the Ramirez clan ball. Yes. You are my work wife, so it also works out that way. I just took your last name instead, that's all. <laughs> yeah, but no, thank you guys so much for asking me to be on. I know this was kind of like a long time coming. We've been talking about this for a while, so, you know, it's finally here. <laughs> finally, finally here. And how do we do this, Danny? What do we do? You know how we start this. How do we start this? Oh, you all know we're here with the same old, same old. <laughs> Sabrina. We like we always like to start off with the same question that we ask everyone first and foremost. Uh, we kind of know this a little bit. How you got involved with Schmodown? Why Schmodown? Like, what about the Schmodown did you fall in love with? What about it intrigued you? And what made you want to be a competitor inside of this league? Wow, that's honestly that's really really great because I've talked about it a little bit, but I haven't really gone into depth about it. Um, I actually came across the Schmodown so long ago, like right at the beginning when they first started. I was really, really into it when I was uh, like early on in high school, going throughout high school, things like that. And I just think it's really cool because, you know, it's a celebration of film. It's a celebration of film knowledge. Uh, it's so competitive and I'm a super, super competitive person. So it's right up my alley in that way. And, you know, I can't, I can't play sports. <laughs> I can't play physical <laughs> sports. So I'll play this mental sport. This is something that I feel like I can do. It's right in my wheelhouse when it comes to film and all of that. And yeah, so just from being on SEN, I think it was announced when I was on SEN um, randomly Christian was just like, Hey, you want to join as a free agent? And I was just like, yeah, I was like, let's get it. Like, let's go. I was like, cause he, he had asked me before the draft, if I wanted to be in that initial draft, um, early on this year. Okay. And I didn't know for a fact if I wanted to like put myself out there because I just started with first cut. I hadn't been on SEN yet. Like 
nobody knew who I was. So I didn't, I didn't know if I want to put myself out there in that way yet. And then, so going through SEN, going through all of that, um, it just kind of solidified it for me. Just the whole community as a whole, everybody's love, the warmth, like it's really, truly incredible. So that's basically the reason that I joined is just because this entire community is so great and it's just a lot of fun and everybody involved and all of the fans and subscribers and just the way it brings everybody together. It's, it's just a blast. I love it. Oh, that's awesome. Yay. Yeah. That is well, it. It's kind of funny. You finished, so you mentioned this now. You, you definitely broke in on SEN. You started getting more and more uh, interacting with the community and everything else. That's actually been kind of a, I don't, I don't want to say not a double-edged sword, but in a way, but because you are out there, uh, you got a lot more presence than some of the other free agents, for example, some of the other rookies. You have a name already. Does that feel like there's any more pressure on you than maybe that's something that coming in without being known at all? Is there more pressure on you to do well? I mean, how, how are you handling that? Are you pretty chill about it? Yeah, I feel like I put pressure on myself for everything all the time because I'm competitive. So there's always that for myself. So I don't even think anybody could put as much pressure on me as I already put on myself, regardless of like what's happening around me. I feel like I it definitely, I, you know, like I'm in the number one faction. I'm so, I mean, there, that is of course a lot to live up to just because I'm with some of the greatest players, Dan Merle, Ben Bateman, John Roca, Mark Riley. And um, I'm with really good company, but I'm just confident in myself. And I'm just confident that this, at the end of the day, as serious as I do take it and as everybody else who competes takes it because it, it is time consuming. It's like you, if you're in it, you gotta be a hundred percent in it. Um, but I take it seriously, but at the end of the day, it's still also just something that I really enjoy and something that's super fun. So that kind of alleviates that pressure a little bit. Nice. You talked a little bit about your faction right now. Uh, when you went into free agency and decided to do this, was the Finstock Exchange a faction that you were immediately thinking of, or did you kind of have your eye on anyone else? Um, so good question. <laughs> Double uh, what we're here for. Yeah. <laughs> like, woo! Um, it's actually, it really is funny because I went to the awards and I went to the draft and everything. And um, Finstock, I immediately struck up a conversation with him. And he, he, everybody keeps claiming that they're the first people to reach out to me as managers, like throughout the past few months. But it actually was Finstock that night. And that's the first night that I met a bulk of everybody. Like I, I had known some people, but like even Ben Goddard, like I only met them at the awards and at the draft. So like that wasn't even that long ago. Um, but yeah, so he, we had a whole conversation about it and he was like, Oh, are you in the draft? And I was like, no, he's like, you should be like, just talking to you. You seem like you have like knowledge and love and passion. And that kind of, that kind of was the turnaround for me. Definitely was talking to him. I did originally tag, I think it was four or five managers in my first tweet. So even though Finstock was the first, first person that like reached out to me. So it kind of worked out in a really weird way. I have to ask, I know I'm because you did talk about this a little bit before. You mentioned specifically that there was somebody who called you and was challenging you in questions as far as your <laughs> when they were trying to recruit you. <laughs> all right, let's talk about that at all and like who that was, what that difficulty level was, and what they said afterwards. Yeah, it was uh it was a faction mate <laughs> that I currently have dancing around that subject. It, it was a faction nice mate. Very, uh, y'all know him, y'all love him. So he he's great. And he's actually somebody that I do, I have considered a friend pretty early on mm -hmm. in this. So um, it was really cool. It basically, it wasn't like a pressure thing. We're just having a conversation. And I was like, I feel like 
this would be a really tough like wheel slice or something like that. And he's like, you know what, let's try this. I'm just going to, just so you know where you're kind of standing. He's like, let's just, I'll toss 10 questions at you. Let's see how you do. And so it was definitely at like midnight. I had been talking to people. <laughs> I have been talking to people that entire weekend was the craziest weekend for me because I was on the phone with like every single person. I was on the phone with competitors. I was on the phone with friends who are on other factions who were like objectively giving me advice, even though I wasn't telling anybody what I was doing. I didn't even tell Andres or RB3. I kind of, I had to keep everything kind of closed wraps. People were trying to get that, get that info. Um, yeah, they're trying to get that scoop. And, and so that weekend was insane. I was on the phone for hours each day. I like, I remember at the end of it, I had no voice. I, I had to announce what faction I chose. I think it was on the Monday show. And then I had Roxy show afterwards and I woke up with no voice. I was like chugging tea, trying to get my voice back and it. It worked, came back. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I did actually surprisingly well. I thought that was gonna be the hardest wheel slice and I did really well on it. So, I mean, that's kind of what got me confident. And it was like his confidence going into that type of thing and the way he was just made me super comfortable and everything. <laughs> What's up, Bobby? Exchange queen. He's keeping your, he's keeping your, he's in here to keep you honest right now. That's probably what it yeah. is. I'll give you yeah. Little, little yeah. Secrets. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what can I say? I guess I said it on Roxy's stream. It was Ben Bateman. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. We knew who you were talking about. It was yeah. a little bit of a leading question. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, all right. I mean, you do have, let's go, speaking of your factions now, are you going to be singles or teams? Have you ever thought on both? or, or yeah, And yeah. if so, if so, if teams, you have a lot of people on your team, on your uh, your faction. Who would you like to team up with? Um, or do you so know? <laughs> I, I am doing singles and teams, uh, okay. both of those. And I do have my teammate. That was actually, okay. that was the biggest thing um, going into this when I was talking, just because of obviously the circumstances we are, we're in right now with the studio and everything and traveling. Um, I didn't know every, every manager I talked to, I basically was like, Oh, if I do teams, cause I know those are my only two divisions as of right now, like inner geekdom and star Wars, those are nuts. Those are crazy like good for them <laughs> but um yeah so that was the thing is like i really wanted to know who my teammate was and um who it ended up being was somebody who went up to me at a match taping earlier in the year and i had a long conversation with and they were great so just like so kind and i had a like a four hour long phone conversation basically once it was announced that i was on the exchange so yeah Okay. Very cool. So out of the four that are in your faction, Bateman, Riley, Roca, and Merle, out of those four, who would you want to be on a team with? Ooh, oh my gosh. I think it's impossible to not say Dan Merle. Right. It's like, it, there's so many reasons. One, just because he is such a kind guy. Like he's just so nice all the time. Um, obviously I, I adore every single one of them, but he's kind of, he's somebody that I looked up to for a long time because of his movie reviews and everything like that. It really, I don't know. It made, it made film criticism so accessible. His videos watching it, it makes you, it's so personable. Like it's like you almost get to know him. So I think I think he's a really cool person and obviously a great competitor. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the best. I mean, like the best. I, I can't say anything, but. You can't say anything. <laughs> well, there's one person who did beat him, just so you know, so say that. That's I know. That. I know. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
great. <laughs> yeah, good for good for guy. He's a good guy. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, so are you looking forward to the tournaments at this point? Like, are you really ready to go for the tournaments now? Since you've been studying so hard. Yeah, it's been it's been kind of cool because, you know, I just kind of feel like I've been studying my whole life <laughs> since I started watching movies unintentionally. It's it's like it's one of those things that when when I was a kid, I used to write film reviews for myself, like and just write them in a journal and nobody would read them. It's just for me. Um, and, yeah. you know, when you're when you're um, critiquing a film, you're kind of paying attention to all these details, everything that you possibly can. So I feel like I've been studying since I was like seven. So I'm definitely, definitely prepared, definitely ready to go. Um, I'm, I'm so pumped for these tournaments. Yeah, well, that's a, that's a fun segue. So I want to know how you got linked up with, uh, with the first cut guys. Like how did you and Andres and RB3 start getting together and forming this amazing team that you have? I know that they were already doing stuff before, but how did you become a part of this amazing crew? Yeah, so that's actually my favorite story ever because I've talked about it a ton, but those are those two are literally my brothers. Like they are family to me. I I love them so so much. Um so I I became friends with RB3. I met him at a party and we started talking about movies just randomly. And I was friends with him for probably around like two years before he asked me to do first cut because I had done like social media managing and everything like that beforehand. So he was like, hey, could you do social media for this for this account? And I was like, yeah. Sure, like I'll I'll help you guys out with that. And then I show up, I, I've said this before, but I show up the first day and Andres is like, hey, nice to meet you. That's the first time I ever met him. And he's like, all right, cool. Here's your mic and here's your uh, headset. And I was like, huh? <laughs> I was like, I'm not just doing social media managing because I had never done anything like that before. I've never been on camera. I've never talked about movies in that capacity before. I've always just kind of written stuff. That's basically the only only type of thing I've done before. So it's been a journey and I feel like every every week is like a learning experience, but I'm so, so grateful for them. All right. Well, I, we're going to have more talk about that. I want to divert with you the super chat. I want to get so it doesn't disappear. How do you do that? Uh, Ross Bristow wants to know your favorite and least favorite movie ever. His favorite is Hook. Least favorite is The Wrong Missy. Ooh, favorite and least favorite. My favorite of all time. I know this is like no shock to anybody who's heard me talk at all before. If you've heard me talk for longer than five minutes, you know Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is it for me. <laughs> I have Eternal Sunshine tattooed on my thigh. Um, <laughs> it's so it's forever, guys. It's permanent. Um, and my least favorite, the first thing that comes to mind is probably Bombshell from last year. Oh, okay. All right. I know it's a, I know it's a hot take, but I did not like that movie <laughs> at all. Yeah. I don't know how I haven't seen that movie. I haven't seen Bombshell, but I still was not sure if that was a movie that I really wanted to go and see. Not because of the content that it was in, but just kind of the people that it portrays, stuff like yeah, that. So 100%. that's kind of where I was like, mm. Yeah. yeah, I want to let chat, chat know we do have the segment at the end that we answer most questions for Streamlabs and Super Chat will, of course, be given precedent, but just so you know, so we will continue now with our next segment talking about swag and talking about not swag, sorry, talking about <laughs> it is we're talking about swag though with RV3 uh, talking about the first cut, everything else. Uh, you have done so many podcasts recently, as far as like in terms of different content, like you're I've seen you probably be the most broad spectrum i mean you are on brandon hannah's review of film physics on one hand and then you go to be on ask gucci on the other hand <laughs> is there anything you're not going to talk about ever is there anything you don't feel like you can you can riff on <laughs> that's the thing it's like i talk a lot 
So I'm kind of down for whatever. If somebody's like, hey, do you want to talk about this thing? Uh, whether it's Eternal Sunshine, which I, do, I just did a podcast episode um, with Raul Mendoza on the, okay. I think it's called the Cinephile Collection. Okay. Um, that was a lot of fun. So I did that. And then I did Ask Gucci later that night. So, you know, there's, it's literally, there's nothing in between. I'm always down to talk about whatever. whatever. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. I love watching you do that. So that's really cool. Thank you. <laughs> Now, uh, you, so the three of you, have, you've, you're also young and you're also diverse. You have clever, like profound opinions on your movies. Do you see ever see what you're doing as something that's much needed in the world of movie talk and movie reviews? I think, I think the thing that makes First Cut really special and the thing that I'm super proud about is the way we really focus on all this, like all of the background of Hollywood too. Like so, like diversity representation inclusion everything like that we're always championing for like foreign films to win best picture which we talked about we had an episode on it before um before parasite won and we talked about how, why it should win and why it probably won't just because of the history of the oscars and then it ended up winning and we were all together watching it um at arclight at like the collider oscars uh party but yeah so all of that, even talking about behind the scenes, like what it means to for like POC in Hollywood, what it means for women in Hollywood, what it means for black people in Hollywood, black women and black men, black actors, black writers. It's just championing things, issues that are important that some people are afraid to talk about because we're kind of honing in on our own industry. Like we're, we're kind of going in on our own industry a little bit, but that's what you need to do to kind of go go forward and make things better in the future. So that's something I'm really proud about. Very nice. Very nice. So I'm curious to know if there was any any specific movie or any specific moment in your life that happened that you were just like, yes, that's what I want to do. I want to talk about movies all day long. I want to be in this industry and I want to be around all of this. Actually, it's really funny because I know M. Night Shyamalan is like a hit or miss director. So some people like him, some people don't. But I watched The Sixth Sense when I was like six years old, I think. And I watched it and I was like, whoa. Because I went from like watching like Disney movies, which are all great too. But this was like, I'm like, wait, he was dead the whole time? Spoiler, you guys, sorry. Spoilers. <laughs> if you haven't seen it yet. <laughs> Oops. Sorry for ruining that. But uh, once... Once that happened and I saw that, and I was just like, whoa, storytelling is absolutely insane. It's just like everything. That's what really captured just storytelling and my love of film because I loved Stephen King and it is my favorite book of all time. So that's another thing where I was just like, I love escaping in art, in all different forms of art, whether it's music, movies, writing, uh, like books, everything like that. So definitely The Sixth Sense was the first movie. That was it for me. <laughs> Very cool. I thought you might be saying The Patriot, but... Uh... <laughs> well, that's a close second. I'll just say that. I Paul had told me that you had said something somewhere that, that you really, really loved the movie The Patriot. <laughs> it she, was does on, great, uh, she does a great Tavington, by the way, which I'm going to have to have you do at some is point. That the Damn him. Damn that man. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> Guys, I can't do any impressions. If you watch SCN at all and people ask me to do impressions, I always go cold in the face. Like, I'm like, oh, God, I have to do this. It scares me because I'm so bad at it. But um, I did. I really like The Patriot. It's not like my favorite movie of all time, but my dad, it's one of his favorites. So it's something that I grew up watching a lot. So it's kind of this like warm, nostalgic movie to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I was on the Action Guys talking about it on that one episode. So that was a lot of fun. 
<laughs> that, that's, where I, that's where I tripped it from. It's one Marty. of my guilty, yeah. guilty pleasure movies. I actually kind of really enjoy that movie very much. Yeah, yeah. it's good. That's good. <laughs> well, as you've been developing, you've uh, I want I'll give you the shout out now. You've launched your own Patreon. Yes. Finally, I'm gonna hook you up. We're gonna Jake's gonna put that in the chat as soon as he gets the link for it because he's that damn good. Thank you. <laughs> and the link is in the description. Just link in case. is already in the description. That is true. Uh, so, uh, is there any one thing you're looking forward to talking about with your 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 uh, long streamed content? You're gonna get there. Or anything anything you can go with all night long that we're gonna look forward to since I joined. Yeah. Oh yeah. Thank you so much for joining. Like that's, that's literally amazing. And thank you guys for plugging it and everything like that. It's only been a few days and it's honestly, it's just so crazy to get that kind of reception, but um, I'm starting out slow just because I have so much going on and I still work a part-time job aside from everything that I do on the internet and geeks of color and stuff like that. Um, so I'm starting off just doing one live stream a week and every week it's going to be a different topic. But the thing I'm looking forward to most is like really getting to know everybody. I want it to be conversational. I don't want it to be like, I'm just talking and everyone's listening. I want it to be like, we're engaging in something because people have been asking for a while for me to do something like this or to start uh, my own YouTube channel. And I do, I would like to one day, I would like to start my own channel. Um, but I wanted to kind of start off doing this. And then if this grows, then I'll be able to quit my part-time job and focus on all this, which is what I love to do. Like, but it's, it's getting to know everybody on a, on a better level. That's really exciting for me. I like that. I like that. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm looking forward to 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 seeing a lot of the stuff that you come out with. I think uh, it's been really refreshing to see someone so young, and I don't mean this in any sort of offense in any way, but like someone so young with like such such a great take on film and such like such an interesting take on film. So again, I I and I've said it about you a million times. It's a it's so refreshing to hear your voice about film and to see to see you be so confident in a lot of things. I absolutely love to watch you on cocktails and casting with Ben. <laughs> that is such yeah. a fun show. Like that's such a such a fun premise for a show. I love that. I saw that I was watching the Jurassic Park one earlier today. They do it every Monday, y'all. So you can watch cocktails and casting, watch them go get a little tipsy in the afternoon. And, a little. Uh, yeah, just a little. So, protecting the name or protecting the innocent. <laughs> yeah. So it's just basically where the two of you go and recast uh, a movie with current actors, right? Correct? Yeah. So we'll pick something from like the last few decades, something iconic, something that we were really passionate about because, you know, it's always fun to pick something like Pulp Fiction. We think of like, okay, Sam Jackson is this character. Then it's like, how can we argue about, we don't want to change it. We love it the way it is, but how could we argue about somebody who's currently working today, like a working actor that was maybe the same age as him or anything like that? And it, it started out really fun because both of us like to drink, both <laughs> of us like to argue. And that's something our friendship has been based on the fact that we drink and argue with each other a lot. So um, it's, it's just been a lot of fun. And we came up with the idea after quarantine started because we had talked about doing a show together for a while and we're like, well, let's do it now. Let's, let's figure this out. And it kind of went, what do we do? We like movies. We like to drink and we like to argue. Cool. Let's make it all into one show. Let's have people watch and engage with us. And it's been a lot, a lot of fun. It has been very fun. Spoiler alert. Serena usually wins as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> well, in my head, I do. The polls don't always reflect that, but I think I'm better. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a casting or a recasting that you're the most proud of or the least proud of? Ooh, least proud of 
would oh i picked machine gun kelly <laughs> and it's a it's a running joke i put machine gun kelly and pete davidson two people i'm actually a huge fan of <laughs> um not machine gun kelly's music but his acting i think he's i think he's super cool and interesting and i love pete davidson i i mean i love pete davidson so it's it's been a lot of fun but anytime i use those two or timothy chalamet people get mad at me i'm just like i used him once and i i used him as Anakin in Phantom Menace. <laughs> so, so people did get mad at me. Um, but that one was a lot of fun, but I actually ended up winning Phantom Menace. So that was a really fun one. Uh, Beetlejuice, I won. And then, yeah, so I think Beetlejuice and Phantom Menace, also Pulp Fiction, I won. Actually, you know what, Bibbs won that one, but we're not gonna count him because we're gonna count <laughs> us two. Yes. So. So I won that one too, and Pulp Fiction was. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, do you have of all the uh, podcasts you've done, all the shows you're doing now? Is there anything else that you like that you just learned now that you're really excited to do more new content with? Like, I mean, you're doing the casting and all. You got the Ask Gucci. What else is on the horizon for you? Anything more? Are you are you, are you satisfied? Or are you going to do more? Do you find more to do with? I mean, I'm always, I'm always kind of like trying to do more, especially since it's something that I love. Like every time I, every time I'm watching a movie, every time I write a review for Geeks of Color or I do a video review for First Cut, like I love every single minute of it. It's the best part of my week always. Um, same thing with SEN and cocktails and casting and everything like that. So I'm always looking for more. Since I started the Patreon, um, I'm really hoping that I can kind of build up like that community and then start my own YouTube channel. Definitely. So that's something that would be a goal probably by the end of this year, I would hope. Um, so we'll see. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, go ahead, Danny. Sorry. <laughs> um, I, I am going to bring this back to Schmodown really quickly because I want to ask this question. You're doing work with, with Ace on First Cut. You're also part of the Finstock Exchange with Andrew DiMolanta. And there is a Star Wars match coming up this week. And uh, that's going to be a tough one for you. Like, who are you rooting for, girl? It's, uh, first of all, ouch, you know, you know how to hit me where it hurts. <laughs> I, I always, Andres is the best person alive. Like I, I, him and RB3 both, like, as I said, they're my brothers. So it's impossible not to root for him. Um, obviously I'm, I'm basically staying like Switzerland in this, <laughs> in this case. Um, because of course, of course I want, of course, I want my faction to come out on top. And Dimolanta is absolutely incredible. He is, he has like a fire in his veins. He's nuts. He came back and he's just, his match with Scrimshaw, I I remember just watching him being on the edge of my seat. But that's the same thing with Andres. Like, he hasn't played as like consistently. There was, there was the match with Ken, which I thought was actually a really tough match. Just in general, the questions, thought they were pretty tough. So, you know, he obviously showed this time, perfect game. He didn't miss a question. And that's what it that's what it comes down to at this point, because Laura Kelly is incredible and she missed one question and got got the loss from that. So like it really yeah, by one. And it's just it really is just insane. So coming down to this, I think this match is gonna be the craziest of all time. <laughs> like I think it's going to be nuts. I have no idea which way it's gonna go. I'm rooting for both of them because I think they're both really great people who have a lot a lot of Star Wars knowledge, more than I could ever imagine having, and I love Star Wars, but whew, those questions, Andres' five-pointer, 
from last week. Like, what was that? <laughs> Boy, I'm like, I'm like, he, he's studying, he's ready, he's hungry. It's, I'm really happy for him because I love, I love seeing him accomplish everything. And I love the way he came back after his debut in Inner Geekdom against Robert Parker. Yeah. You know, I will, I will eat my humble pie. I did not think he was going to take out Laura Kelly. I predicted that Laura Kelly would beat him, um, but he proved everybody wrong. And uh, I initially would have said Demolano would, be a cakewalk, but now I, I am seriously doubting that at this point. This is going to be probably one of the most anticipated matches of the year at this point. I'm excited for this one. It really is crazy. I'm so excited. It is. I love the dynamic between the two of them. Uh, if you look at Ace's match last week, like when people talk about that five pointer question, like he was he was laughing at it. He was just enjoying it. So he, he was like lounging. Always, He's like chilling out. Yeah. And he always seems to go into his matches uh, cool. Calm and collected, having a good time. And Demolanta always goes in there fierce and ready and focused. Yeah. So I'm really excited to see the dynamic between the two of them in that match. And I'm sorry to, to sway into like Star Wars showdown, but I'm excited. Oh, all good. I've been I've been invested in this. I've watched every single match live and I'm running around my living room. It's it's so crazy. Yeah. It's really exciting. Well, it's kind of you're mentioning your support, of course, for Ace and RB3. And a lot of people assumed a lot of people assumed that you were going to sign you would sign with swag for that reason um how did they take your joining the finstock exchange um they they weren't upset of course like uh i think our bond together as a trio is like stronger than to get upset over something like that but they definitely were trying to like throughout that time because i wasn't updating them with how everything was going they were trying to like they're like hey the swag swag (laughs) um (laughs) And that's the, that's the thing is like Winston did reach out to me and he was also one of the first people. I believe it was like Finstock, Winston, Kate, way before I was announced as a free agent, all three of them had kind of like reached out to me. Like when you are, when this all happens and the free agency happens, like we definitely want to talk to you. Um, so yeah, so I, I did, he just, you know, the conversations I had with Finstock and the faction in general were just... I don't know. They made me feel so comfortable and so content. And I, I definitely am a hundred percent confident with my choice. I love Winston. Winston's such a great person, but I, I feel like the exchange is where I belong this season. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, go ahead, Danny. No, that's all you. Okay. Well, let's talk about another recent uh, talk. There's been a lot of talk recently. Um, at a great stream, for example, on the uh, certain, a certain point of view about the women of the showdown. Uh, been obviously the women have been going through more uh, criticisms than the male counterparts. Uh, it's been this big ongoing issue. And there's a, I would say, I think it's more of a very loud vocal minority uh, that go against it. They troll. They troll the uh, the comment sections and everything else. Are you ready for that? And are you? Do you feel like more pressure as a female competitor to kind of like live up to anything, or how are you reacting to this this aspect of it? Yeah, I definitely do feel more pressure in that way. Like, I I don't feel pressure from my faction mates or from Finstock or anybody like that. But I do feel a tiny bit of pressure. I'm not so nervous about it because I feel like now I have thick skin. And I've kind of now putting myself out here on the internet. Nothing's ever perfect. Like, if you put yourself out there, there's always going to be some random person that has, like, criticism about anything. And I feel like 
anonymity online, just like being behind a screen name and a random avatar, it just like gives people this confidence that they wouldn't say in person. So I'm taking it all with a grain of salt for sure. I don't, I don't think anything will really affect me. Um, I haven't gotten too many negative comments. One person, this is a funny thing. One person was like, Sabrina needs to stop wearing turtlenecks. I don't know why she's dressing like an extra in a 1950s film. And I was like, you know what? Points were made. Like he called me like Steve Jobs. I was like, you know what? I do wear turtlenecks a lot. That's just my thing. Sorry. Um, so I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know what? Respect, respect. I think that's funny. Um, but it really, it really is honestly sad. As you said, it's the vocal minority. It's not, it's not a lot of people doing this, but the people who do are so rampant about it. And it is really disheartening to see because the women in the league are so incredible. Like Janine and uh, Rachel and Clark, everything they did, Molly Damon, just like killing it in Star Wars right now. Like Emily Rose Jacobson, my faction mate, the energy she brought to her match in Atlanta when she was coming out and she was dressed in the costume. That's something that I told her about a long time ago. I was like, I... Another reason why I joined the exchange is just because I remember seeing like Atlanta live from home, not there, <laughs> but seeing it from home uh, live. And when she came out, like I literally got chills. I was, it was just so amazing to see women doing something so incredible. And I'm always championing every woman. Like does, I don't care about, I don't care about factions when it comes to that. I will always, always uplift other women, especially in this league on the internet, because it is tough with you miss one question and people are going to go harder on you for that one question than they'll go on any man for losing a match. It just, it's something that's unfortunately realistic right now. Like that's just the reality. Um, so I'm hoping there's not any like toxicity, but there, you can never be sure it's the internet. Well, hopefully we will, uh, hopefully if there is the community, which has been starting to respond a little bit more, hopefully we'll step up yeah. a little bit even further and, uh, Protect, protect those uh, who we need to protect. Oh, 100%. That's the thing. That's why I'm also taking this with a grain of salt is just I know there's so many other there's like you guys, everybody on this channel. I'm such a fan of all of you. And like you guys bring so much energy and positivity to all of this. And I know like you guys, none of you, Andres and RB3, none of them would let that fly any second. And, and I care way more about how you guys think and feel than a random comment in a video. There you go. Tim Franco says before, but Stacey Howard was the MVP of Crimson Fury last year. She said, women are the foundations of the league, and that is damn true. That is damn true. Yeah. So, <clears throat> with that, uh, well, we have, of course, we're stuck in this pandemic, and all these films are being pushed back now. We are we're all suffering. Yeah, I say suffering because we know there's real suffering in the world, but we're all suffering from wanting to see new movies being produced and uh, new content and everything else. Is there anything that particularly you're looking forward to more that you you upset how to get pushed back or next year you're looking forward to coming out and really you're releasing your teeth into? What are you looking forward to? Definitely Tenet, even though everything that's happening with it, I'm so annoyed with Christopher Nolan because he just keeps <laughs> announcing it. And I'm just like, just put it on hold for a sec. It's all good. You know, bro, like all this is happening around, around the country, especially, and also around the world. Just... Just hold on to it for a second. You don't got to be the savior of cinema at all times. So <laughs> Tenet, <laughs> Tenet, Dune, there's there's a lot, actually. There's even things I was looking forward to, things that have already come out that I was looking forward to seeing in theaters, like King of Satin Island mm -hmm. is something that I, of course, Pete Davidson, hello. I always got to find a way to squeeze him into conversation. Um, I have no idea so King of that, why people do that all the time. I, I, I would never take one actor and just throw his name to every conversation at hers. That's um, me. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. And yeah. So it was that one. Capone was a really cool one that obviously we interviewed Josh Trank on first cut. That was a super interesting movie. There was a lot of really, really great movies that have actually come out this year that I would have loved to see in a theater. And it's, it, it is really disappointing. Of course, there's so much more happening that it's just like, that's my first love. This is the longest I've ever gone without seeing a movie in theaters. And, uh, you know, it's been tough. I just recently watched um, Palm Springs, oh. the Andy Samberg movie. That comes out in a few weeks, and I'm reviewing it for First Cut and Geeks of Color. So I watched that a few days ago, and I really, really loved that. Would have loved to see it in a theater. Mm. Oh, man, so much. I, I saw a poster for that movie, and I'm, I'm looking forward to watching that one also. It looks really interesting. It was great. It was yeah. really good. Yeah. So with all of this stuff that's going on and with the, you know, Netflix films have been successful in their own way. And we've seen a lot of straight to video streaming kind of be successful in its way. Do you think that you're going to see like a new normal with all of these straight to straight to video movies and stuff? Uh, it's hard to say. So after everything is okay, who knows when it's going to happen? I know that I know that concerts are delayed until 2021, the earliest. And that's another thing that I love doing. I would go to like three concerts a week. So I don't know when it's genuinely going to be like 100% safe to go to a theater because I'm definitely going to wait it out for a hot minute. And it's it's really sad because I had just obviously started my career with like hosting and everything. And um, I finally, I did my first red carpet premiere for Dr. Sleep back at the end of October. And that was a lot of fun. It was Oh my God, it was so much fun. And obviously I'm a huge Stephen King fan. So that was like amazing for me and talking to Mike Flanagan, love Haunting of Hill House. And so that energy going to premieres, going to screenings, seeing people in like a theater, I don't think I have the same effect like watching a movie on VOD. I actually, I watched Marriage Story at a screening before it, like probably like a month and a half before it came out on Netflix. Um, and then I ended up seeing it like two more times before it came out on Netflix in theaters. And I loved it in theaters and then the first time and it was my favorite movie of last year but then the first time i went to go watch it at home on netflix it just didn't like hit the same so i'm one of those people i kind of am annoying in this way where i am like a theater purist i love the experience of being in a theater are you as well I yeah it, i think we all are. <laughs> yeah it's just it's something different it's it's exciting i love seeing a comedy and hearing that's a perfect example was palm springs it's coming out on hulu hulu acquired it um i think it was gonna have a small theatrical run you know a limited release um before COVID hit but something like that is something i would love to see with people because it's hilarious and i love having people like laugh all around you as long as they're like not on their phones and stuff oh, yeah. <laughs> that's when it gets annoying but i really I, for certain films, I like VOD and streaming releases just because of like the accessibility. Some things maybe wouldn't really uh, wouldn't really be as successful in the theater. So in some ways, but I hope it's not the norm that everyone, because of what Trolls World Tour did, <laughs> the fact that that changed the landscape of like VOD and everything. It's just nuts that that's the catalyst that started all of this. Yeah. This started my, all these conversations. My yeah. favorite part about that situation is that the movie is called Trolls. <laughs> Trolls World yeah. Tour. Uh, Woo. Trolls. Amazing. Like the, the changes that this whole thing, it, it could change the landscape in so many different ways. I mean, I am the feeling like because you know the big chains are, are, are struggling they're struggling to survive while they're trying to open up and there's these rumors reports that maybe like the, the studios are going to start buying the chains of the theaters so like having a disney 
theater, like a, a Warner Brothers theater. And what does that do? I mean, that's going to like kill us. Like, as far as like you're going to have just Disney, are you going to be able to see a Warner Brothers movie in Disney in a Disney theater at all? Or is there going to be a markup? Like, that's like a monopoly thing to happen. It could be very dangerous. Kelly, yeah. the penance. Yeah. Yeah, it really is crazy because people have been talking about the death of theaters for so long. I think someone's shooting fireworks outside. So I hope you guys <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, people have been talking about the death of theaters for so long. And then, of course, COVID hit and kind of sped up the process a tiny bit. It's, yeah. It really is insane. But I, I hope theaters stay. Of course, I live in like that L.A. bubble. And we're always, we always get releases. Even if it's a tiny movie and it's a limited release, we have the option to see almost anything. But like when I was living back in Chicago, we had like the music box theater and we had some indie theaters in like the north side of Chicago. Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's definitely tough to say, but I, I miss theater so much. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Someday. So you did mention Stephen King. So I'm going to throw it out there. Favorite King book, favorite Ooh. King uh, adaption film. Oh, wow. That's hard. Definitely like it that. for book. Definitely. Actually, I have an it tattoo. Oh, well. beauty. <laughs> the red balloon. Um, <laughs> it's definitely my favorite book. Adaptation. That's hard. I really love misery. I feel like that's an underrated one. I really love misery. And I do like these, uh, these newest it chapter one and chapter two. I know that's a hot, hot take for it chapter two. Cause some people are mad, but Bill Hader. It's an amazing performance. <laughs> Nailed that role. Like, what a great performance from Bill Hader. And I think he, at that point, uh, it really put him on the map, especially because that was kind of right when Barry was still, like, in its first season, I believe. And uh, Bill Hader was already big from SNL, and there was a lot of people who loved him. But I think that that movie specifically put him on a lot of people's radar. Definitely, especially like, as a serious actor. <laughs> and Misery starring your very own uh, Captain Barbosa. Kathy Bates. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hey, you know what? Maybe the I voted for her. Did you? Okay. You it was just basically me and you on burner accounts. That was the 33%. Thanks. Thanks, PLD. Thanks for that. That's a, that's a great casting. I didn't get to watch that episode, but I don't know who Ben casted for that one, so I couldn't tell the difference between the two. But Kathy Bates as a Captain Barbosa. That could work. I swear you said it. I was like, I didn't like, I would never have thought of it, but I was like, I could actually kind of see this freaking work. <laughs> the role of the role that makes me think that that would work for her is um, it, what she did with American Horror Story. Like there's some stuff yes. in American Horror Story that's like, that I can totally see that. And I was in, did you, are you familiar with American Horror Story? Yeah, that's actually one of the things that I referenced when I was talking about her career. Cause he's like, she's never done anything similar to this. And I was like, uh, hello. I did the, the receipts uh, are there. The latest, whatever season it was, I'm not super into it. I, I YouTube video know it. Um, mm. but the one that she was in the apocalypse season, like yeah. I saw some of her performance there, and that that gives off a Barbosa vibe. So I get it. And the yeah. BCD also did vote for Kathy Bates as well. That's <laughs> so Thank there you, you go. It's not awesome. more than a cat, so. <laughs> <laughs> Well, all right. I think it's time we will move on to this or that. Uh, and of course, coming up will be questions from the chat, but don't quite yet. Wait till after this or that, and then we'll get into it from there. Uh, if you haven't seen Chill to Action before, this is where I will give Sabrina choice A and choice B. I thought I found a good way to say that because I was always like, I, I didn't know how to say that. Give her two items. Give her two, I don't know. Choice you A. Get choice the behind door number one or door number two. And we have items that are written specifically for her, and some are written basically for, we do every week just because we want to get gauge how the Ashwana community answers some of these very 
deep dive questions, of course. Uh, she'd ask for clarification if she'd like. Uh, she could expand how she likes. And, of course, the chat, you can throw some in there as well. In Super Chat form, we'll get definite preference. But without further ado, are you, are you ready, Sabrina? Are you ready for it? I'm ready. Okay. First one we always ask, I, I, I hate to ask this one to some people, and you're one of the people going to have to hate to ask it because I know your answer already, unfortunately, because you're kind of like – under contract to say the answer to this one. I think Bobby Gucci in the chat would make you be, would be very upset if you answered this a different way. But I have to throw it out there anywhere because I'm under contractual obligation. Team guy or team trader? There's really only one way to oh. Come on, Bateman all the way. <laughs> Bateman all the way. You guys are kidding me, right? <laughs> Put a jacket on over that shirt. Come on. <laughs> Uh, I need a moment. I need a moment. That is the hardest I have seen anyone go for Bateman on this show. Come on. Hard time going on from that, but I will because I'm a professional. So, (laughs) oh, I'll make it a little trickier for you. How about this? A Chicago hot dog or Chicago pizza? Damn. First of all, both of those sound amazing right now. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. This is okay. Oh, oh my God. There's so much to unpack here. Okay. So for anybody who doesn't know, um, Chicago style hot dogs are literally like heaven in a bun. Um, I don't care if you don't like hot dogs, you will like this one because there's like relish. There's literally like a whole half of a pickle and like, that's just mm, onions, no ketchup. We have uh, mustard. We have all of that. It's just so good. So I think I'm going to have to go with the hot dog, even though the pizza's fire. But you're winning me back because I would have chose hot dog too. So we're getting back on the same page. I feel better now. So <laughs> I have had neither. So one day. Oh my gosh. Danny, oh, never, 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 never. Not a not a Chicago hot dog or a Chicago pizza. I've had pizza from New York. Well, you, we did have that New York pizza. That's true. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll throw a three way out there. Uh, a Timothy Chalamet, Robert Pattinson, <laughs> or Machine Gun Kelly. Oh gosh, I'm gonna have to go. Oh, this is so tough. I'm gonna. I, I'm picking Machine Gun Kelly, but actually, you know what? I'm gonna change that because Machine Gun Kelly is dating Megan Fox, and I can't compete with Megan Fox. So I'm gonna change that to Robert Pattinson. <laughs> Our fast. Our fast. All right. All right. <laughs> I, will, uh, I gotta say, I did. I, I mentioned this earlier. I'm not going to say who I got this from, but I did get some inside information on some of these questions. So uh, these are deep dives. It's a real answer. So got the dirt. Uh, <laughs> but I'll go back to a different one. I'll go back to a different one. Are you more looking forward to singles or teams? I. I think teams just because I really like the idea of just like having a partner and really being able to fall back on somebody, even though we have our factions, we have our manager. Um, I just like, I I don't know. I like that teamwork. I've always been on, like I did cheerleading and I did things like that. So I always like doing like sports with a teammate or with like partners or whatever. Um, Jake Yacoveta saying I'm much better than Megan Fox. All right. You're a liar. Uh, Now we know you're a liar. (laughs) Congrats. (laughs) <laughs> um but yeah so I, that's why i'm really excited for teams and my, i adore my teammate to no end like they he one ah! okay 
<laughs> Maybe I was gonna say they, but I guess I already said he. So it did. It did. <sighs> it out, Jay. He is great. He is a great person, and I'm very, very excited. So I would say teams, but I'm excited for both. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Stella or whiskey? Oh, oh my god. <laughs> well, where am I? If I'm on like the beach, then Stella. If it's like a like three p.m. on a Tuesday, then Stella. Uh, but I think I think if I were to go to like a bar or restaurant or something like that, I would go with the whiskey for sure. I love getting old fashions at different like whiskey bars, different restaurants, and kind of seeing like the way they do it. Even though it's all the same like classic drink, there's always like a little something different, whether it's the whiskey they use or something like that. So I'll say whiskey. So well, after the first live event, like when the Schmodown gets back to uh, form, the live events when Jake and the Action Army go there, you want to order tray tray shot of whiskey shots. You'll you'll do that. You'll do that with us, right? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I'll do I'll do five. Sweet. Don't, Jake, don't Sabrina, don't tempt this group, girl. Don't get them started. <laughs> oh, they can't. I can out drink all of them. <laughs> Yeah, that is that is a challenge that I have never seen anyone attempt to do. But if there's anyone that I have faith in to do that, it would be Sabrina. So we'll see what happens. I, I got you. I got you. We'll see. The challenge is official. All right. I mentioned this before how I think you always win on a cocktails and casting. I'm gonna say uh so Ben Goddard's recasting choices or a dumpster fire. <sighs> Oh my God. This week, let's say this week, because there's been so many bad ones. I'll say dumpster fire. <laughs> I'll say dumpster fire. We're getting completely yeah. back on the same page here. I love how it works. You know you have to do that, Jake. Yeah. It's going to happen. <laughs> You're my teammate. You're my drinking teammate at these live events. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is another one. I think I know the answer, but I'm going to do it anyway. Elliot Smith. Or Sue John Stevens. Woo! Either way, I'm crying. Um, <laughs> gosh, I love, I love them both. I like Elliot Smith and Sufjan. They are woo, two of my favorite musicians. But I gotta go with my boy. Gotta go with my boy Sufjan. That's what I thought. Okay, I already know. <laughs> I was trying to throw someone in there that might might make you hesitate. So it's it's hard. But when it comes to when it comes to Sufjan, he is like. He's like a shining beacon. <laughs> He's just like an angel. I love that. I love that he kind of doesn't really have anything of his personal life like out there. He just writes his music and then hides. Like I want to see <laughs> I want to see him live so so badly one day, but Carrie and Lowell for anybody who hasn't listened to Sufjan is my favorite album of all time, but Elliot Smith is great. <laughs> Fair enough. I have to address this Robert Adams who does whiskey shots. Robert, when all you drink is whiskey like I do, you do it in both shot form and sipping it nice. You do all the above. So whatever it is, you do it all the way. Yeah. And there's definitely different types of whiskey. There's whiskey you can shoot and there's whiskey you should sip. But that is a good thing to bring up. Robert. I just want I understand the clarification you did, so we'll do that. Okay. Uh, oh, this is one from the chat. Star Drew, uh, I guess it's a pineapple on pizza or no? I would say no. I'm not I'm not against it. Like I'm not mad at it. I know RB3 loves it. And that's something where I'm kind of like, oh, I respect you, but like you do you. I'm not gonna have it. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna say no to that one. Come okay. on, guys. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh let's see here. Uh Bill Hader or Andrew Garfield. Oh no, I know the person gave you this question. The person who was the inside inside 
person gave that you gave these. It away. Oh my god. Oh my god. <sighs> okay. So this is actually a question that my friend like asked me one day. She was just like, oh, both of them, completely hypothetical, because obviously it'll never happen. She's like, <laughs> if both of them propose to you, who would you say yes to? Like at this on the same night at the same time? <laughs> I oh my god. Okay, so I'm gonna say. Andrew Garfield, because I think he is the most talented, underrated actor working today. Everything he does is incredible. Um, he's also just so cultured and so intelligent. And I just feel like we could talk about music and art. Um, hey, if you're watching this, Andrew Garfield, hit me up. Yes. <laughs> yes. He definitely right. is. He pops up once in a while. He sends us Streamlabs occasionally. So I'm yeah. sure he's going to watch it. <laughs> we'll definitely pass on your, your contact information. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Now, good drunk food here. Uh, loaded fries or poutine? Ooh, loaded fries. Thank you so much. Yeah, 100%. Oh, my God. I had some really, really great ones for takeout yesterday from a restaurant down the street. I'm still thinking about them right now. So, yeah, loaded fries. <laughs> loaded fries all the way. That's the way to go. All right. Good, good, good. <laughs> Team <laughs> guy question. We all kind of we, we clicked. I'm happy. So we're like questions to get back that uh, but get back the respect. But we're good now. So yeah, we don't have beef anymore. <laughs> we can be friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, about Noah Baumbach or Greta Gerwig? Oh my god! Again, I know this is a question that came from my source. Uh, it's. <laughs> It's, I, I think they're both, obviously they're a couple too. So I think they're two of the most talented, or I think they're a freaking power couple in film. I would, oh my God, to be no both nominated for best picture the same year together and be like a couple with a child. I think that's like the hottest thing in the world. I can't think of any situation that's like hotter <laughs> than that. Um, Bombback has obviously done more films and Marriage Story was my number one, but gosh, Lady Bird and oh, I'm gonna go with Greta Gerwig. I'm gonna go with Greta. Yep. Again, I agree with you on that. Yeah. I have one more that I have to ask, and this one could break us up again, but uh, you're going to know the right answer. Whether you choose it or not will be the other story. Uh, somebody asked, asked me this a couple of times, not asked me this, but try to get people to answer this, and they break my heart. Uh, Stanley Tucci or Ed Harris? Oh, Lord. I'm so sorry. You know what? I'm going to go bye. Uh <laughs> It's it's the tooch. I gotta go with the tooch. Come on. I mean, have you seen yeah, the videos that he put out during this quarantine? Yeah, it's huge, man. It's the tooch. Take over. I gotta go. I'll, uh, I'll I'm never in. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, Paul gets himself together because Sabrina just broke him mentally, emotionally, spiritually. <laughs> I don't think Paul will ever be the same ever again. I, I couldn't lie. You are young and you will grow into your appreciation for Ed Harris as you get older. I'll understand. I oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. For the point, I love Stanley Tucci too. I'm going to say that. I do love Stanley Tucci. They're, they're both great. <laughs> both are great. So. Well, that is where we will end this or that because I have nothing left. <laughs> I could give at this point. Tucci <laughs> <So. laughs> is absolutely gorgeous. That is correct. <laughs> I'll never go that far. I love Tucci, but I cannot go that far. 
Yeah. Anyway, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> so, uh, folks in the ch- folks in the chat, you can start getting your questions out there in uh, Streamlab form or in Super Chat, or uh, and we'll ask the lovely Sabrina these questions as well. And while we're doing that, we will be plugging our channel for the rest of the week uh, and for next week. For example, first off, we will do our next week's guest on Chill to Action. What? No. Well, I'm I'm just I would just like to uh say first off, let's go ahead and bring up our amazing, our oh. wonderful, the one, the only, uh the lovely producer of chill, y'all. Sometimes we cannot get stuff done the way that we get stuff done. If it wasn't for this person, the one, the only y'all, you know her, you love her, Miss Kelsey Kirkland. Hi, hey, everybody. Now we're with my background, I'm like, oh, I can't get wait to get on. <laughs> <laughs> So are, are you okay with Sabrina's choices there? Are you mad at them at all like I am or no? No, she's not at all. She's very wise. Okay, thanks. Thanks, oh. thanks, Chelsea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, Paul. I will say, actually, I adore Kelsey because she has been coming up with these promos that have been getting lit on fire. Uh, we're going to start playing the – we'll play two of these promos to plug our show. First off, next week's episode of Chill. I, I like I don't have to announce it anymore. I can just kind of play – the the the, uh, the ad. So here we go. Without further ado, next week. That's right. It's Koya Jandra. So excited for that. So excited for that. Uh, he's another one we've been working a long time to get. We met him in uh, New York, and we've been working ever since to try to get the right date. Uh, he's finally made time and found time to be on our on our lovely show here. So, we did uh, it. Long- I said we did it! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we do have one other big show this week. I will play the ad for that. A uh, lovely edition of Schmobates this week, and if you haven't heard, this should definitely be one to watch. Special day and time, Thursday at 4 Pacific. And that is this. As as it plays. Oh, it's not playing for me. Why is that? Hold on. Oh, no. Why is it not playing? That's... Can you play it, Kelsey? Okay. Unfortunately, we'll have to move on. All right. William the Beast Gideani versus Ben the Boss Bateman with a special guest host of Christian Harloff. So get there on that. You can't wait. This is going to be the end of the tournament. One of them is going to be getting the Schmo Belt. Schmo, Schmo Belt. The Schmo Oh, there you go. <laughs> I guess my computer just decided it was going to delay it and just go ahead and run it there. But either way, yeah. I, it's, it's kind of lost and lost. It's on Twitter. You can see the ad. It's a great ad. It's on the Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> it's really <good> out there. <laughs> <laughs> All 
<laughs> wow. Anyway, that's what we're real professional here. We're going to take it on the chin and Alex. And <clears throat> wow. And, and, you know, that's true. I think Danielle should have been. Uh, been <laughs> I was this close, y'all. I was this close. <laughs> that is a fun, fun, fun show. So, yes, I love those technical difficulties. So, uh, and of course, next week also we'll have Call to Action Live on Sunday, where we do our weekly, basically our weekly sports center and uh, breakdown shows, and we'll have reactions as always. And uh, that's that's the show. That's the week in show or call to action, rather. So, and yes, that is true because he can talk a lot. <laughs> I think our record. What is our record, Danny? Is it? I uh, I want to say it was the Jader episode. Maybe it was the Jader episode. It might have been the Kate episode. Um, I feel like those two went over two hours. No, Jader actually, I think actually went to three. That's yeah, I yeah. I know, I know, we wow. went a long time with Jader. That's probably <laughs> my fault. Well, nothing like our callbacks and live stream no. that happened yesterday, though. That went seven hours because Kaiser joined and then Video Drew joined and then Chantelison joined, and it was six o'clock <laughs> in the morning and we're doing trivia, and I don't even know how that happens. Yeah, so. either way, it's a hashtag blame PLD. The chat's got it right. They always blame me. You know what? I can take it. Wait, that's that's probably the truest one. I had enough whiskey tonight. If I had more whiskey, I'd be good to go. So, all right, Kelsey, you want to answer some questions from all the chat? Right. Yes, we've got some questions. Uh, also, a reminder, Paul, I can't access Streamlabs, so if you see okay. me in there, let me know. I will. I will. I will. I will. Uh, question from Brandon Buckingham. More annoying, Hannah or Goddard? <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> Wow. God. <laughs> really? Coming hot there, yeah. Brandon. Gosh, they're both annoying. How do I how do I decide which was worse? <laughs> um, I'm just gonna say in the most loving way possible, I'm gonna say Goddard because we yell at each other weekly, so he causes me the most stress because I get mad at him by his awful casting choices. <laughs> uh, do we have to answer that question too or uh <laughs> We won't. We, we got to. Uh, we know it's got to be. Got, it's got to be Hannah because he's against us. He talked shit about it again today on the uh, on that preview. So, Tanya, you can well, go. I, I I changed my answer, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be with you guys. <laughs> I love that sentence. <laughs> right. Another question from Justin Square: If Caitlyn and Ashford's gone to a fight, who would win? Astronauts don't have. Fun. Oh my gosh, we got this on SEN the other day. I'm gonna say caveman. I think I think I think a caveman would win. Yeah. I think a caveman <laughs> would win too. <laughs> that was my answer yeah. right the first time I saw this question. The clarification I have to ask is does the astronaut doesn't have weapons, but does it have tech do they have technology? Because you would have technology, it's not necessarily a weapon. See, I mean we can go into a Danny Rand about this, definitely if you want, because <laughs> If the if a caveman can't have weapons, it's unfair for the astronaut to have technology. So. No, I would say. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, I, I was just gonna real quickly say, right. in my mind, in my mind, it's just literally an astronaut. So his intelligence doesn't do anything for a fight. I mean, if he's like all of a sudden also can like put up a really great fight for whatever reason, like maybe. But I feel like that's kind of like an anomaly one. No, that's realistic. Maybe some astronauts can actually fight. Ugh. I'm um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say cave. I'm gonna say caveman. Still, I'm saying two people in whatever regular clothing, not even an astronaut suit. I don't know. I was like, for every 
astronaut <laughs> or like for every going into space montage I have ever seen. I have never seen any of them being trained in fighting in any sort of way, just an endurance test. So maybe they could keep up in that sort of way, but never in fighting. There is there is the Batman defense though. It's how much time do they have to prepare? They are pretty smart. Usually the astronauts have some a lot of intelligence about them. They might be able to prepare some kind of defense. So good question. The first, <laughs> what? I go further, we should say that's Robert Butler. Did someone say pineapple on pizza? Yes. Yes, she did. <laughs> RB <R>. freaking three. <laughs> nope, and his pineapple. We love RB. And congratulations, um, <laughs> Rina. You are officially the last member, and now we have officially had all of the members of the first cat team on Show to Action. That is true. Oh that is gosh. true. I know. I watched I watched their episodes. They were great. Like I I just love I love all of your guys' chemistry and just like with the boys and everything, they were killing it. With the men. Sorry, <laughs> men. <laughs> The RB3 episode was a lot of fun. We got through some good technical difficulties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my title, my fucking computer was completely yes. destroyed on that. So, <laughs> all right. We do have a super chat. Uh, do you have a favorite SEN impression that someone does and a least favorite and impressions that make you just lose it every time? Uh, speaking of RB3, every single time he does an impression, I was so unaware that he was able to do impressions that well before. Like it was just never something that came up in our friendship. So his Luke, his, the one he just did, I think it was like something like white guy. It's like, like something, whatever he just, he's been doing. I forgot what it's called. Amazing. He's like, well, <laughs> and like. It's, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that is amazing and least favorite is every single one that i've done because i'm awful <laughs> i'm so bad i'm gonna say my least favorite was my harloff that i did like two weeks ago or something like that i missed that but somebody in the chat said that was their favorite actually just so you know <laughs> i would love to see that <laughs> Okay, good for them. Well, thank you for the support. Wow. I think I my favorite is, uh, is Brett's John Voight Anaconda impersonation. That one's definitely my favorite. I don't think I have a least favorite. Wait a minute, that's it. Yes, it's so good. <laughs> that is That is fantastic. That is fantastic. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Kelsey. Next. Perfect. Another question. If you could have a movie made about your life, what would the, be the genre or subgenre, and who would you choose as a director? That's oh. a good question. Ooh, that's a really great question. Um, I think I think I would have it be just like a very simple, like coming of age um indie type of film, something like that. I've always been a fan of that kind of stuff. Um something like short term 12 something that's like really subtle but profound i like the way those kind of films kind of capture emotion and they capture growth and you just see you just fall in love with characters even if they're not the best because they're so they're always so grounded and they're always so realistic because as humans none of us are perfect so i love in something like ladybird sometimes we look at her and we're like you're you're so annoying but she's a teenage girl when we were teenage girls <laughs> like teenagers in general are are kind of annoying and i bet if i had to watch myself on screen when i was a teenager i probably dislike myself sometimes so i i guess speaking of ladybird i'll i'll choose greta gerwig for that one. <laughs> Great, choice. Great choice. All right, perfect. Next question. Uh, what was your first day like for the meaning of an SEN? Ooh, the meaning of, it was a lot of fun. I, RB3 picked me up and we went to the studio 
Um, I think we got food before or afterwards. I can't remember which one it was. So him and I just got food. We were just chilling, hanging out. And then, yeah, I showed up thinking that I was just going to sit in. Like I said before, I thought I was just going to sit in and like watch and then do social media stuff and get the handles ready and everything like that. And then just went on. And I remember they they were talking about like magic mic and i was like yes the second one is the best because i <laughs> I'd like never <laughs> i'd never been on like camera before i'd never done any anything like that so i wasn't even nervous because i wasn't expecting it sen nervous as hell <laughs> oh my god i i never done anything live before that like that was my first time ever doing any kind of live stream or live anything so um i remember rb3 picked me up it was so early in the morning and the traffic was insane. I think it takes me, which obviously I haven't done this in a while, but I think it takes me and RB3 like, it takes like an hour plus to get to Christian's house, even though he doesn't live far, it's just traffic. Oh, wow. So the whole way there, I was so nervous. I got like no sleep the night before. Um, but the second I walked in, I mean, everybody was so kind. I met Winston for the first time. Um, I really got to know like Roka pretty well that day. So it, once I was there, it, it just, all that like nervousness kind of alleviated just because of how nice everybody was. And it was a blast. We all do. We all need to yes. see this. <laughs> I am Thank definitely you. there. <laughs> Here's a question for all of us. Uh, who is the best Chris and why is it Evans? I'll also accept Pine as an answer. And what is your favorite film from them? Oh, geez. I do agree. I like Evans the best. I do too. Uh, I love his character in Scott Pilgrim. So I'm just going to say Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> oh, dang, you kind of stole my answer. <laughs> I, I agree with that one. We did Scott Pilgrim on Castings and Cocktails. That was a really, really fun episode. And I loved like being able to revisit it after a while. Like I loved his character. He's yeah. such a douche. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Annie, you got one? Yeah, so I'm going to bring in this Streamlabs. I'm sorry, this StreamYard really quickly from Party J. Uh, if a director hosted a movie watch party at their house and invited you and a bunch of people, who would you choose and what film would y'all watch? That's a good one. Ooh, I want to do Bong Joon-ho. I would love to like just sit down and watch a movie with him because he is so talented. It's like his mind is so spectacular. Oh, actually, you know what? I changed oh, him too, but this is hard. I'm going to do Ari Aster. Ooh. I'm going to do oh, okay. Ari Aster because as ugh, both of them, both of these. Okay. So if either of them are watching, uh, if you want to invite me to a movie watch long party, definitely both. I think for either of them, I kind of would want to do like a really, really interesting. I would do like, I'm, I'm going to cheat and say Haunting of Hill House for Ari Aster start to finish the entire season because I feel like there's so it's packed with so much. I know I talked about Mike Flanagan earlier, but I think Haunting of Hill House, I'm not really into TV shows. Like it's really hard for me to get wrapped up in one. And the second I started that one, I finished it immediately. So I'm going to say Haunting of Hill House. Uh, Flanagan's good. Flanagan's good. Yeah. I have a quick question. Yeah. Did you read Dr. Sleep? Yes, I did. Did, and did you like the movie? Yeah, loved it. Yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a few like differences, but I think Mike Flanagan, he was able to kind of like 
create like a marriage between what Kubrick did and what Stephen King was doing. Cause obviously Stephen King's notorious for not liking the film. Right. So he kind of, he, he honored both of them. So that's something that I really enjoyed about his Which, was, which was a very, a big task for anyone to take. And I think <sighs> Lincoln did a very good job with it. I think the, for me, my favorite thing that they did that Mike did with the movie that wasn't in the book was change Abra's character look like I love that he did that casting change with her and I thought that was a great way to do it but um no spoilers for the book it just it didn't allow for that one thing to happen and and that was fine but I thought that would have been cool if it would have happened in the movie no sorry yeah that's what I thought in the chat like, just so I can say yes no piece here with that was Harris. Seven's movie also with Ed Harris uh okay so <laughs> <laughs> go ahead go ahead all right. Question from Malcolm. Who would play PLD, Danny Yu, and Kelsey Ooh. in a movie? Ooh. I guess casting. <laughs> casting. Obviously, it's Ed Harris. Oh. <laughs> Ed Harris. Ed Harris, for sure. Ooh. That's, is uncanny. That's hard. <laughs> that's hard. Um, I can't pick myself, so you guys could pick for me because I, I can't pick somebody to play me. I'm not going to – what am I going to choose, Megan Fox, and act like that's realistic? Megan Fox. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is hard. I think I think for Danny, I would say like Gina Rodriguez. Uh, I could see. That. I could see. I could see a resemblance. I don't. I don't like her as a person, but she's a great actress. <laughs> I was like, oh cool. <laughs> yeah. she's, she's not a good person, but she was great in Annihilation. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully, it's that's not hard. Her feelings on Danny. Hopefully, that's a. <laughs> Yeah, not at all, not at all. And for Kelsey, ooh, I would say maybe like Sorcha Ronan or something. I'm trying to think of someone older. I'm but I'm, you know what? I'm thinking of all of us together in a us when we're young. Like think of us when we're annoying and 16 in a coming of age coming movie. Age. Let's do it. I love yeah. it. I love it. <laughs> Directed by RB3. Uh, yes. yes. So, so. <laughs> make it happen. Yes, please. Oh, that's a good one too, by the way. That's a good one. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a good one. one. That's the answer. That's right. the answer right there. Yep. I love that. Oh, I love Arma so much. I do too. She's, She's so, so talented. She's mm. so talented and just so beautiful and just like, and so nice. Like I read some of the stuff that she's talked about and she's a nice person. It seems like. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Brandon's just trying to push buttons today. If you had to choose one. <laughs> oh, Brandon. Wow. No way. Fuck. No way. <laughs> even, we, even I didn't do that. I think I, did, I think I did do it. You can pass. Video. I just felt bad skipping him. <laughs> All right, Jake, Jake, you can shut your mouth now, okay? Shut your mouth. <laughs> hey, I mean, for 87 plus 16, for whatever hundred and something years, you, you're looking good. So I hope I'm the same way. <laughs> Jake, you can clip that out for me, please. Thank you. <laughs> good, PLD. All right. Phoebe Bridgers or Phoebe Waller-Bridge? <laughs> my heart. Oh, my. <laughs> Woo! Okay, I'm going to – wow, this is so hard. I'm going to say Phoebe Bridgers just because I've been listening to her music for so long. Her album, her newest album that came out like two weeks ago, Smax. Oh I just God. ordered on vinyl. <laughs> I just listened to it for the first time yesterday uh, just because I was really in my feels <laughs> – needed to listen to some phoebe in my life so i just heard it for the first time yesterday and i'm excited to get more because it's so good it's so good her voice i don't know what it is but it just like it like puts me i'm like 
Woo! I'm in a completely different headspace. She is so talented. And I think she's like 24 or something. So that's like mind boggling. Absolutely mind boggling. But yeah, definitely recommend her new album. Just put I just put her on in my salon, like the music that plays in the background. And your mom's a hairdresser too, and I love that also. Um, yeah. That was a weird thing to throw out, but I, I love <laughs> her voice, and it's such a mellow sound. So I always put it out in the salon. It's gorgeous. Yeah, I'm sorry, I threw that at you really quickly, but your mom's a hairdresser. Oh no, I love that about you also. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It's it's honestly awesome because it's like. I grew up learning how to like do hair early on. So like I actually would help like during my prom and everything, I would help people out doing their hair and makeup. And I cut my own hair. We all know that I've talked about it. Um, I cut my, like from like here to here during quarantine. So that was like, whew. but it's all because of her. <laughs> Perfect. That's awesome. Okay. Question. Your favorite romantic drama is eternal sunshine. And what is your favorite romantic comedy? Mm-hmm. Ooh. First one that comes to mind is Trainwreck. Uh, uh, Amy Schumer and Bill Hader, and it's totally not because I'm in love with Bill Hader. That's oh, not why. Not at all. <laughs> all right, and here's a question from Chris Adams. The Schmodown should be very afraid based on Sabrina's performance in our La La Land video drew video chronic quiz. Who would Sabrina prefer to face in the first round? Ooh, that's a good question. First round, first round of the first round of the single round of the singles. Yeah. That's what we're saying. That's what we're asking. Yeah. Okay. Um, is, that, is that what it was? That was the question. Okay. Uh, so I, I really, really, Stacey Howard is somebody I think is a badass individual, a badass competitor. She is, oh my God, her last match against Eric Zipper. Um, I watched it in studio at the match tapings and it was like electric. It was so fun. So I would love, I, Oh, she's amazing. So it would definitely be intimidating, but I would love to go up against her. Sweet. That's I would be an awesome match. Great. I love that. <laughs> she has uh, an I don't give a fuck attitude. I love that when her. She's in. Uh... <laughs> All right. Question from Tim Franco. African or European swallow? <laughs> what does that mean? Like a bird? Like I guess. Bird? I have no I mean idea. Those are birds. Wow, you none of, none of you, no, no, not one of you get that reference. I do I'm not get that old. reference. Tim Franco, I don't. Tim Franco, we are old. We're getting old, my friend. That's a Monty Python and the Holy Grail reference. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, you all three of you just got thrown off the bridge. At the, we did, yeah, yeah. I Another question. Uh, what's your favorite sci-fi movie? Ooh, oh, all of our series. Um, oh, I would say Ex Machina because I'm a huge, huge fan of like grounded sci-fi. Um, I really, really love like everything that Alex Garland did with that. And of course, like devs and all of that stuff. But Ex Machina was one of those that like, it got a lot of hype. And then when I watched it, I was like, yeah, this meets the hype. So Ex Machina of recent years, of course, the original Blade Runner. It's hard to deny that. It's, wow, there's so many. Her um, is a sci-fi. It's a sci-fi romance, guys. Uh, It's definitely, it's again, one of those like grounded science fiction romances. So that's another one that I really enjoy. Those are good choices. I love that. Oh, if I had to pick one, I would say, well, there's a couple. I would. I love sci-fi. It's my favorite thing. I'm not going to count Star Wars because it's more space fantasy. So I will go straight up sci-fi. I will say either Blade Runner 2049. Sorry, RB3. Love Blade Runner 2049. <laughs> my favorite movie of the decade. Or maybe Minority, Minority Report, uh, which RB3 does love. So I'm back on his good graces. 
those are two great choices. Yeah, Kelsey. I'm gonna skip some of like the big franchises because I love all the franchises, but just like a movie on its own, I love Upgrade. Oh. I love that movie so much, and I like the concept, or like the like the an easy feeling I get when I watch it, and so I'll say that one. Nice. I think I would, for like a newer pick, I think I would also pick Ex Machina. That movie scared the shit out of me. Like singularity is not anything I want to be around for. But if I had to go with an old school pick and kind of the first movie that comes to mind is Sphere. Um, I really, really liked that movie. It also got me into books because the whole 10,000 Leagues Under the Sea thing. So that was definitely something that was a big hit for me when I was a kid. I love that. I love that. Also, more contact. Oh yeah. Arrival is also okay. Arrival is awesome as well. Arrival is awesome so as well. All right. Let me see if there's more. Okay. Question: uh, What is your favorite movie speech? <laughs> Liam. Ooh. Oh, sunshine. The background for this oh. is that uh, we, the action guys, do the generals debate every uh, other week, and uh, they do a topic, and then the action general, the generals get to debate against each other. And uh, Ben and Drew host it. And the topic this week is favorite movie speech. So he's looking, he's digging for something, I think. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, I'm not gonna go. Oh my gosh, this is really tough. I know like Mighty Ducks and Independence Day, those all like come to mind. So I want to say stuff like that. Um, oh my gosh. There's also, there's this weird movie and oh my God, I can't think of the name of it. It just came out. I had like Naomi Watts, uh, Kelvin Harrison Jr. Oh. Where he's adopted. Mm -hmm. I forgot the title of it. I can't think of it. Uh, he does like a speech. So it's not like an uplifting speech, but he does like a speech in front of his school and he's like always practicing it. And it's like super haunting because of everything that's happening in the film. And that was like a really good use of like a really climactic speech moment. That's not an uplifting like Mighty Ducks and stuff like that, which I also still love. That was Danny's choice. Mighty Ducks. That was my, that was my first choice. Oh, was it? Was it? Speech. Yeah. Ducks fly together. That's awesome. Yeah, I can't go wrong with that. Absolutely. Question from Justin Square. Just because RB3 is here, is Michael B. Jordan a face <laughs> I think he's really talented when he's utilized correctly. Um, I agree with RB3 about it's almost like he didn't really get to choose this himself, kind of. It's like he's pigeonholed as like, oh, look at him, he's a hottie. Cause like he is. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, we can't deny that. But like him in Chronicle, I know Chronicle was one of the first things he ever did and he's incredible in that. So that. yeah, Chronicle's amazing. And that's one of the things, like, I think if he has a really good role and he has something to really sink his teeth into, he can do great. Killmonger, you can't deny. Mm -hmm. You can't deny he absolutely murdered it as Killmonger. He's like one of the best, uh, it literally, I, in my opinion, the best Marvel villain we've had. I will say he's better than Thanos just because uh, for Killmonger, we're watching for a second, and I'm like, I don't agree with how you're doing it, but I kind of agree with what you're saying for some reason. Like, I get it, you know? So, yeah. I get that. <laughs> to be fair, that's how I felt about Thanos, though. I don't like what you're doing, yeah. but I get why you're doing it. They're almost like, I'm like yeah. I still love <laughs> I still love, I always love Loki. That's just my own thing. But he's not really a villain. I don't know. Kind of get that argument about that. But uh, we'll find out. That can be the shorter, 
for MCU for the for the Loki series, you should be a villain again because it's the bad Loki again. So getting the villainous Loki back is what I want. So yeah. All right. uh, the last question I'm seeing is another casting question. Sabrina, who would you cast as RB3 and Ace? Oh, oh, that's not like cool. Jordan as RB3. I think he'd be mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say, wow, that's tough. For Andres, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do Rami Malik. Because he gets he gets that he kind of looks like him a little bit, which I think I totally see it a little bit. Uh, so I'll say Rami Malik, and then for RB three, that's that's tough. I'm gonna say he gives me he gives me like oh my god like this is hard. I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna get back to that one. So my the the actor that comes to mind and i can't think of his name he's got three names and i can't think of it but he was Brian tyree henry yes yes that's what i was thinking <laughs> yeah. yes i can see that i can see that. that's a good one that's a yeah good one. okay another question to tim franco that i probably won't understand is a aquatic ceremony an appropriate basis for a system of government okay do you know what that one is either I don't know what that same, It's the same movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was going to say, I'm going to talk about it. Oh, I'm being repressed. It's good, that one. I have uh, not seen that movie clearly funny. recently enough because I do not remember. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any All right. other questions? Any I questions? Any further? Any further? I think I, I, think I, saw, I saw one earlier from um, Aaron. From Aaron. He asked uh, what what was the last thing i watched on the criterion channel which oh, okay i love criterion channel oh bcd says winston duke as rb3 yes him too he gives such rb3 energy i That's love it I, yeah. I couldn't think of his name either yes so yes <laughs> last thing i watched on criterion channel was actually i have the poster right here a woman is a woman oh. uh, by directed by jean-luc godard so that was that was the last thing i watched Harloff or Ellis? Buck, you're coming in hot. You are oh, just wow. trying to start drama, Brandon. Buck. <laughs> love them. Love them both. <laughs> Very diplomatic. The answer is Molly. Molly? Yeah. Yeah, Molly's Molly. Molly. <laughs> Harloff's got to get a dog that he puts on screen to, to match up with Molly, or else it's going to be nothing. <laughs> oh, all right. Anything else in the chat? Last one. Not that no. I'm seeing. Was How about Gucci something? shirt on or shirt off? Have you ever seen it? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Are you asking yeah, shirt, on shirt, shirt on or shirt off? Oh. oh, it's it's totally personality. I 100% support the shirt off. I remember he actually offered to help me move. And he's like, all right. Because I had like Dwayne, Dwayne Burke, who's incredible. Um, obviously, Brandon Hanna. A bunch of people kind of were helping me move apartments. And I'm still in the process of moving right now. But um so Finstock was like, Hey, do if you need any help, like I could come, but I'm a, I'm gonna have my shirt off. And I was like, my neighborhood's not ready for that. They're not ready for all of that over here. <laughs> can't bring that heat in these streets. <laughs> you can't bring that. <laughs> oh, wait, what is that? Is he in the chat? Okay. looks like I see more questions. Is, is, is Ben here somewhere? Is he in the chat somewhere? Does he try to troll us? Maybe no. Jake's just seeing things. Yeah. Wait. Oh. <laughs> Either way. All right. Either way. All there right. you go. Yeah. Best movie you've seen only once. Ooh. That's a good question. Um, that film with Natasha Leone, I think her name is. Uh, but I'm a cheerleader. Oh, 
Oh, yes, I love that movie. I haven't seen that movie in years. Oh, man, was that an important part of my growing up? Yeah, it's literally same. I saw, I probably saw it like five years ago and it's never left my mind, but I 100% haven't seen it since, which is insane. I'm definitely going to have to watch that again. I love that answer, Sabrina. That's such a great answer. That's one of my all-time favorite movies. If you have not seen But I'm a Cheerleader, please go and watch it. It's an older movie. It's about a girl who gets sent to like this, this basically, basically this camp to like, it's like a scared straight camp. I don't know the best way to put this. Um, like conversion a, camp? A conversion camp. That's what I was looking for. Yes. But it's a funny movie. It's funny and it's really good. So oh, I love that answer. <laughs> okay, real quick. Yeah, Ben is in the chat for some reason. He's not appearing on yeah, my stream last I don't think he's on this either. But he is on the YouTube. I just opened the YouTube thing and he is in there. So he's like secretly hiding from us, I guess. But he, uh, he says O'Shea Jackson for RB3. Oh, that wins. I saw RB3 say something about uh, Ingrid Goes West and and uh, and and his performance in that and how that was basically RB3. And I thought that was hilarious. I'm uh, can I say something really fast? I'm so right. mad Ben came into the chat when I'm on the show and like outsold me. Come on. Give me one thing. He came in, put O'Shea Jackson Jr. And it was better than mine. You know, I gotta say, for all the shit I gave Ben Goddard for his castings and for his being, you know, casting for the Dumper fight, it, it was a good choice. I gotta give him credit for it, too. Choice. Yeah, I don't you know I don't say that very much. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there is one more this or that kind of question I've seen cats or cats dogs? Dogs. Ooh, I'm, I have a cat right now, so I'm gonna say cat. Oh. But both are great. Both are great. Okay, all right, all right. All right. I Villeneuve think or Nolan? I'll throw that one out there. There's a new this or that I want to throw out there. Nolan. Nolan. Hesitantly saying Nolan. Why? You're not your Villeneuve. Villeneuve is my favorite current living director at this point, but I do yeah. think that Nolan has more. Obviously, Nolan has more history, so he's got more like to stand on. Uh, I'd like to see more of Villeneuve to really solidify him there, but. I said Blade Runner 2049 sold him on me, and then, of course, Arrival, and then Prisoners is also one of my favorite <sighs> decade as well. So yeah, you can't yeah it's hard. Those are all great. Right. So. All right. Uh, let's see. Anything, anything else, uh, Kelsey? Is that it? Um, let me see. I There it goes. Oh. Uh, which do you think you'd be able to survive, zombie apocalypse or alien invasion? Ooh, I'm going to say alien invasion because I think that I have a good personality. So maybe they could see me and be like, all right, she's not a threat. She's straight up just chilling, sitting there eating my chips. Like, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm not hurting anybody. Um, zombie apocalypse, I can't run. And I feel like that's criteria number one would be to run away. So I'm going to say alien invasion. <laughs> I would give there. Sabrina Ramirez, <laughs> Megan Fox. We're going to keep Sabrina Ramirez and throw Megan Fox. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what we'll do. <laughs> all right. All right. That's all the questions I see in the that's chat. All the questions in the chat. Okay. Well, uh, you know what? Then maybe that's it. You need to get, so uh, that's do it then, I guess. Uh, so, really, do you want to plug us and say where you're going to be, where we can, all the different places we can find you? That might take a couple minutes anyway because you're so out there everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so primarily you can find me on the First Cut YouTube channel doing the Meaning of podcast with Andres Cabrera and Robert Butler III, two of the greatest people the internet's ever seen. Um, and we do like film reviews. Uh, we do live streams like 
we're changing it actually. This is, I'm announcing it now. We're doing it once a week instead of every, every week. So we haven't even tweeted about it or anything yet. So we're going to start doing our live streams once a week. Um, so I'm super excited about that. And then geeks of color, all of us are also writers. We have our own page on geeks of color, the first cup page. Um, so you can find my articles, my reviews, my news, uh, same thing with RB three, same thing with Andres, my Patreon, Sabrina on film, and gosh, castings and cocktails with Ben Goddard every Monday, 4.30. If you would like to see me be even more annoying than I am right now, I would suggest watching that because when I am inebriated, woo, it's everything's out the window. <laughs> so I'm on that. I'm on Ask Gucci on Wednesday nights on his Twitch, um, on the Gucciverse Twitch. And that's a lot of fun because you can kind of like, you could put in any questions, comments, anything like that. And we, we can answer it, whether it's like relationship stuff, anything like that. That's a lot of fun. And SEN uh, this week on Friday morning. Very cool. Yeah. There you go. Well, actually, real quick, <laughs> O'Shea Jackson is the only person who can play me. RB3 agrees. So that's fun there. Yeah. And there was a throw-on question before in between, oh. so we'll do it. It's actually just almost the same as my question, just easier in a different way. Tedded or Dune coming out? Which one are you look for, looking forward to more? Ooh, I At this point, I'm going to say Dune. Be Oh, my God. It's so hard. I love both because the ensembles are great. I think Dune just overall, of course, Timothy Chalamet. You can't go wrong with some Timmy. We have Oscar Isaac, Rebecca Ferguson. It's, it's so stacked. But then... John David Washington is one of my favorite actors working today too. And I think he's supremely underrated. So I think Tenet is going to kind of solidify him as like a household, like huge name. So that's tough. I'm going to say Tenet because it's coming sooner. Okay. I have a hard yeah. time with that too. Cause you know, like I said, Villeneuve is my boy. So I want to see Dune, but of course our, our own call to action and host, well, sometimes host he lives in Estonia was actually in Tenet as an extra. I uh, got to talk to Christopher Nolan really briefly. So I have to look forward to seeing that, see if we can spot him in his uh, his, his gear. So. Darby! Darby! So, uh, and, and, all right. Um, Kelsey, where can we find you, Kelsey? Huh? All right. You can find me at KelseyKins90 on Twitter and Instagram. I also run the Call to Action Podcast Instagram. You can interact with me there. T Public, we've got merch. We have masks and T-shirts and mugs and things. So if you want some Call to Action merch, check it out there. And I do have my own YouTube channel that's kind of on hiatus right now as I try to figure out what I want to do with it. But if you want to subscribe, just search my name, Kelsey Kirkland, and click on my face and subscribe. Yeah. All righty, Paul. Where can people find you at PLD? PLD. Uh, you can find me here every week on Chill Dash with my favorite co-host. This is actually, I'm sitting her lines now, just so you know. She, she called me out for never saying that because she always calls me your favorite co-host. There <laughs> you go, Danny, my favorite co-host, my work wife, chilled action every week. You can also find me running the Team Action Patreon at patreon.com slash team action. Action Industry has lots of good stuff going on there. You can find me on the Action Industry YouTube channel with Richard Eric Jarvie, the star of Tenet. Not really, but he's in Tenet. <laughs> uh, we do a show called Class Action every week where we put up Choice A versus Choice B in five custom-made categories, and we're actually doing... Christopher Nolan versus Denis Villeneuve this week, Saturday at 11.30 a.m. Pacific. And, of course, I've also have done my own YouTube channel as well called PLD Projects. It's kind of a slow roll. I've been reviewing uh, V, the French sci-fi franchise from the 80s. But I will, once I get going, have my first uh, pre-recorded content, the Harris Stance, which will be me going through every single movie that Harris has been in, and I'll make you love him just like a high amazing yeah it's really good he did this whole thing on twitter for a little while and i cannot wait to see it in video format so i i'm super excited for that 
Yep. And you all know me, y'all. It's your girl, Danny Joy here. You can find me on Twitter at Danny Joy, D-A-N-I-E-E-J-O-Y. You can also find my YouTube page there. Yay. Finally, it's here. So go find my Twitter. You can find the links to my YouTube. It's a booktube. I talk about books. Talk about books. Talk, review it. Books and movies, all of that good stuff. You can find me there. You can also find me here every Monday doing chill to action with an amazing Schmodown personality with my lovely, lovely Kelsey and my favorite co-host, Mr. Paul. <laughs> the Call to Action Network, all of that good Good, great stuff. And uh, and for everyone in the Call to Action crew, Sabrina, thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. For everyone inside of the chat, thank you so much. We love you. We appreciate you. Genuinely appreciate all of the Super Chats and Streamlabs that you sent in. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel if you have not, C2A2K. And uh, leave a comment on this if you're watching this on the playback and make sure that you like this video. So thank you all so much for hanging out with us on this Monday night. And for everyone in the action crew in the action army as always friends and family we salute you uh, bye <laughs>